there. Welcome to Simple Acts Big Impact, celebrating teen changemakers. I'm your host, Natalie Silverstein. I'm an author, philanthropist, and passionate advocate for family and youth service. On this short weekly pod, I have the honor of meeting tweens, teens, and young adults who are volunteers, advocates, nonprofit founders, activists, and fundraisers. My goal is to celebrate and amplify these big-hearted people and the work they're doing, and to inspire you all, no matter your age, to find your purpose and passion through meaningful service to others. I firmly believe, and these conversations will convince you, that every person can make a difference, one simple act at a time. On today's episode, I'm sharing a lively conversation with Austin, a college freshman from Seattle, Washington. Austin is an artist and community organizer who shares his passion for art through a project called Save Our Salmon Through Art. Austin hosts Community Paint Days, where hundreds of people gather to paint huge murals that raise awareness around conservation and environmental issues. Austin reminds us that every community can benefit from the power of public art to activate neighbors around important causes. Welcome back, everybody. I am so excited to introduce you to Austin today. He is in Seattle, and he runs this incredible project. I cannot wait to share it with you all. Hey, Austin, how are you doing? I'm fantastic. So excited to be here. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me. This is really wonderful. So Austin, introduce yourself. Tell us all about where you live, how old you are, where you go to school, all those good things. And then tell us about Save Our Salmon Through Art. Yes. So my name is Austin Pasinich. I'm here in Seattle. I'm 18. I just graduated high school and I'll be starting at University of Washington just in September. So I'm super excited to just go from high school to college and then run this whole project in between. And so I created the Save Our Salmon Through Art Initiative, which in one sentence is leading public art projects and murals, engaging community members in interactive and educational art, teaching neighbors to be better stewards of local salmon spawning streams here in the Pacific Northwest. So it's using the power of art for education and teaching people how they can be involved and be a good steward and help save our salmon through art. (laughs) That's amazing. So I have so many questions. First of all, I checked out your website. Your art is just beautiful, so colorful, so whimsical, just very joyful. And so I would love for you to share more about your journey with art generally, because I am a firm believer that we don't emphasize art and art education enough for our young people. It is such an important creative expression, a way to, to get work out your feelings. And it also just brings so much joy. I mean, wait till you all listeners check out Austin's website. The art is just so beautiful and uplifting and you can't help but smile when you look at it. So why don't we start there? Why don't you tell me about when you started to love art, when you started doing art? Obviously, small children love to do art and then that kind of tapers off if art is not your passion. So tell me about your passion for art. Yes. So I first picked up a paintbrush when I was about seven years old and I always liked creating But I'd never really taken my art to a big scale until when I got into high school. When I was 14, I started my own business and got an official Washington State business license to sell my art at festivals. And I, for two summers, I first started in summer of 2020. And so I had a slower kickstart to my art business (laughs) with this grand plan I had to do all (laughs) sorts of events and shows. Yeah, you and everyone else, you and everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> For two years, pretty much ninth grade, 10th grade, 
11th grade, I got really into doing all sorts of art festivals. I've done over 40 different art festivals because I love not just creating art, but sharing art with other people and talking to other artists, talking to people who buy art and have art in their home that they'll support local high schoolers, which is a pretty cool, amazing thing. And so that's kind of where I got my start is when I was seven, I'd go to these art festivals and I'd walk up to and talk to local artists and I get to meet artists who were live painting and I could see their process. And so that got me into it. And then when I was 14, 15, I started doing these shows myself. And so now my art is carried in over 70 shops all across Washington, which is like coffee shops that hang my art on their walls or cafes or like gift stores that carry my greeting cards or stickers or prints. And so it's been fun, not only creating art, but then sharing it all across the state with other people and bringing bright color into people's houses. Absolutely. Well, that is just such a wonderful sidebar to this story because I want to hear more about Save Our Salmon through art. But the fact that you loved this process so much and loved creating art so much and loved talking to artists as a very young child and that your family encouraged you to do this, which is so, so important. Again, I think that parents sometimes minimize this. This is a wonderful way to express yourself. And it is a business. You can sell art and actually support yourself. Jump over to Save Our Salmon Through Art. How did that all get started? That Did that also launch in 2020, which was such a tough year to start anything? No. So I've always been an artist that created art on small canvases. And every day on my drive back from school, I would drive past this 112-foot blank white wall. And I'd never painted a mural before, but every single day... On the way back from school, I'd think, man, this would be a really good wall for a mural. And I've always kind of had that thought, but I was like, who am I to paint a mural? I'm just an 11th grader. I've never painted anything bigger than on a canvas before. Like, I don't even know where to start. So I never really pursued that, even though every single day I drive past it. And then when I was in 11th grade in high school, I learned that Juanita Creek, the salmon spawning stream, literally five minutes away from my backyard, flows underneath Juanita Drive, the drive I drive on every day to go to school at Juanita High School. And it's under a culvert, pretty much completely hidden underneath the road that I drive on. And so I realized that I've been driving over this street for all of high school. And it took me till 11th grade before I even knew that there was a salmon spawning stream underneath the very road that I get to school on every day. And so it really, really bugged me that, wait, how do I not even know there's a stream here? How do I notice this big blank wall? And somehow this super important salmon spawning stream, which in 2020 only had three salmon return to spawn in Juanita Creek, how does this stream go unnoticed underneath the road? When, when community members don't even see the stream, when it's pretty much invisible from driving above it, it's hard for community members to really care about the stream when they don't even know it's there. And so I kind of realized that um, when I was in 11th grade, and I was like, what can I do? Because I'm not a biologist or a salmon expert, because I didn't even know about the stream, right? And so I was like, how can I help salmon? And I was like, as an artist, I think one of the most powerful ways is how can I use art? And how can I kind of connect these two problems together. There being this big, blank, boring wall 
and not enough people knowing about the salmon stream that's right underneath the street, literally across the street from the wall. And so I combined those two issues together and was like, aha, I have it. I can use this big, giant, almost billboard, right? You you see billboards that tell important messages about causes all around, but it's basically a 112-foot billboard that we can paint to teach people. We can make it educational. We called it the Save Our Salmon Mural. So the SOS mural was born to try to solve those two problems, brighten up this blank wall so that people can drive by and see something fun and colorful, but make it interactive, make it educational, and engage the community in learning about this hidden and unnoticed salmon spawning stream. Absolutely. Absolutely. And how did you get the folks who own that wall to agree to give it to you? So that <laughs> that was the first question I had was, you saw the big blank wall, but the person who owned the building that the wall is attached to, you had to convince them. So how did that go? So it's a local restaurant. And being an artist, I already had my art inside that restaurant. Oh, awesome. So I'd sold some art off the walls. I knew the owners because I went up to them eight, nine months ago because... That's what I did pretty much all the 10th grade. I'd walk up to these local shops and say, hey, I'm a local artist. Can I hang some art in your stuff in your shop? And so it kind of grew from that. And then I was like, wait, I've got this wild, crazy idea. And that's what I pitched it as. I pitched it as, I've never painted a mural. You're taking a risk to say yes to this, but it's going to be fun and we'll see how it goes. And so it was just this wild, crazy idea that started as one mural in my community And then it just grew from there to two murals, three murals, four murals, and the entire Save Our Salmon Through Art initiative, just based on this one idea that I had. That's that's amazing. And I'm so happy that it was a a welcoming person that you were approaching to to do the mural in the first place, because you could have had somebody who would have been like, no, you're not doing that on my wall. And when you were actually doing the physical mural, I I saw some of the photos um, in your gallery, you had to sketch that out, right? That's how you sort of you made the drawing, and then you have to scale it to the size of the wall. And then did you have other artists helping contributing? Obviously, you said this is a community engagement project. So how how did you recruit artists and, and just community members to come? So I would assume you sketched things out and then folks could just kind of come and, and fill in the, the colors. Tell me more about that process. So I led what was called a community paint day format. And so it started with me drawing up the outlines of my salmon design up onto the wall. I outlined like a giant coloring book, a 112 foot long coloring book. And then in a community paint day, I led 160 community members, just everyday neighbors and folks who live in the Juanita community, to come out with paintbrushes. And we supplied all the paint. We numbered all the colors in a giant paint-by-number system. And we hosted the entire community. About 160 volunteers came out. All our sign-up spots actually filled less than an hour after I opened sign-ups. So it was super popular. So many people wanted to come out to help paint. And so now... The really cool thing is, is that we've got 160 people who drive by this street like I do, and they get to say, I helped paint part of that salmon's tail, or I helped paint part of it. And then we tried to turn the event into not just creating art, but into educational. Like we worked with the University of Washington's Salmon Watchers program to involve the community in learning about stream education and how 
folks can be involved, like building egg boxes or launching all these projects in streams for stream restoration and just how to be a better steward overall. And that's what's been really fun is that you don't have to be an experienced artist to come help paint by number. We had volunteers ages four to 84 that came out to help paint the mural. And so involving everyday community members gives a sense of everyday ownership in not only the mural, but also the stream and its salmon. And so part of that is I've turned it beyond just the murals. After the paint dries, after the event is over, I created Save Our Salmon merchandise as t-shirts and stickers and magnets and all sorts of merchandise that 100% of the proceeds go to fundraising for stream restoration projects led by salmon watchers. And so as community members wear a Save Our Salmon shirt and as they come help paint the mural, it's literally giving back to help support all these really cool restoration efforts going on in these streams. And this is so beautiful. You can do this in college. You can do this when you're an adult. You can, you know, if you move to different communities, frankly, it doesn't have to necessarily even be about salmon, right? The story that you're telling, if there's an artist out there listening to this and there is an issue that's impacting their community, they can do the exact same thing to raise awareness and to fundraise around whatever that issue is. Um, I just think it's, it's so powerful. It's so beautiful. Austin, can you tell everybody where they might learn more again where they could reach out to you where they can buy their merchandise tell us everything a website social media all that good stuff yes so my website is austinsart.net and there's a big whole section on save our salmon murals where you can learn about upcoming community paint days you can buy a save our salmon t-shirt and i'm also on instagram at salmon mural Austin, thank you so much for telling us this story. I absolutely love it. I cannot wait to share it with my listeners. I'm wishing you the best of luck in your freshman year. I don't think you're going to need luck. I think you're going to do amazing. You're going to spread so much good stuff at the University of Washington. Thanks so much for speaking with us today. Thanks again. Thanks so much for listening. If you were inspired by what you heard today, please follow, rate, and review. These things really matter. And if you know a tween or a teen who is doing great things in his, her, or their community, send them my way. I'd love to meet them and share their stories with a world that could really use a dose of inspiration right about now. You can get in touch with me through my website, simpleactsguide.com. Until next time, remember to keep eyes, ears, hearts, and minds open to the needs of others. And always, be kind.